What's going on, everybody? It's your man, Bishop Bang, and welcome to another episode of It's Whatever with the Bishop. Uh, Magic Moments with the Mosley present. I got my co-host, funny man Jeff, in the building. Yeah, yeah yep. He looking all slim and everything. I see. Yo, I, I got see. a month in, yo. I see. Oh, I see. Oh. Drinking good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got a special guest today. Mr. Tim White. You want me to put Junior on that, or you just want me? You know, I just, I don't it, it all depends how I'm feeling. Sometimes I say, don't forget the F, but you know. It's just, okay, okay. Don't okay, forget okay, okay. <laughs> Tim White works. Yeah, Tim White works. Uh, what's going on, Tim? Um, I'm going to let you tell the people a little bit about yourself and who you are and let you tell them why. Yeah, you're going to steer this joint yeah, today. Why we brought you in here. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. It's uh, you. My name is Timothy White. All right. Tim White. Um, Born and raised in Philadelphia, got to Harrisburg around uh, early middle school, been in Harrisburg ever since. So okay. I classify myself as a Harrisburgian now. Okay. No, I didn't um, know that. I didn't yeah. know Philly. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. West Philly to be exact. Okay. Um, I'm 35 years old. Uh, my day job is I run a nonprofit organization called A Miracle for Sure. Yes. It's an ex offender reentry program for adult men and women primarily who are on state parole okay um but we do have parts of our organization that can help people who are on county parole and who can help people who are on federal uh, okay. as well all right but i like to let people know that it's a it's a priority thing so our priority our main population if they'll if you call it is state parole and then we go down from there okay, okay. um I'm a father of four. Um, currently married. I was. Um, I'm, we're separated right now, but um, things happen. Mm-hmm. I have three daughters and one son. Um, I'm also one of the co-owners of Harris Family Brewery. Um, we're going to be Pennsylvania's okay. first black-owned brewery. All right. Craft beer. All right. Um, craft beer is my second love. My first love is coffee. I was really close to starting a coffee business, like so. So close. why still not? Beer took the priority. Okay. And then I put the coffee thing on the and back we, burner. We'll come back to it. We're gonna definitely come back to coffee because yeah. it's still a gap. Right, in, right, in, right. And there's really no black-owned coffee shops in Harrisburg. Yeah. Right, right, right. So um, I'm definitely gonna double back to that. Okay. And in in hindsight, I should have started the coffee company first because it's easier to start a coffee company. Okay. Because you don't have to deal with the. Um, the alcohol license and all okay, that. Stuff. Okay, okay, okay. So for real, for real, I should have did that first. Did y'all have to jump through hoops for that uh, license? We are still jumping through okay, the hoops. Okay, I was wondering. Yes, <laughs> the most hoops. Okay. There okay. is a reason um, there are no black people that have ever done this before. It's okay. really, really hard. Okay. Um, and it's a rich man's game. Okay. The craft beer right. industry is a rich man's right. game. Because um, that's the high, the higher, how can I put it? That's like the ones that are like nine percent, like. Well, oh no, not on percentages of beer. Like no. IPAs, is it similar mean, yes. or no? Like yes, but they you can make lower beer too. You can make okay. a two percent, a four percent, a five percent. Okay. You can do the whole range. Oh, all right. So, so we see them take that thing across the top of the beer and just yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, they call that the head. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Cut the head. Okay, okay. I know it was something. I'd be seeing them do it, so I'd be like, it must be some premium stuff. <laughs> yeah. But um. So those are two different things. Like craft IPA, like that's no, not, no, that's IPA not is a type of beer, mm-hmm. type of craft beer. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Learning yeah. something. So okay. the only two things is they call them the big three, the Budweisers and stuff like that. Those are the the, the mainstream beers. Mm-hmm. So it's the mainstream beers mm-hmm. versus craft beer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, day job stuff. Uh, ex offender reentry is my number one love. Um, I am a successful ex offender. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my mother. So let me start with my mother because I big her up all day. Yes. She opened the door for me. My Very mother, nice lady, I like to say. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. My mother's name is Marsha <laughs> Banks. Um, also born and raised in Philadelphia. Uh, mother of eight kids. Mm. Um, the way I tell the story is my mother fell in love with crack and the men who sold it to her. Okay. And when she was in her addiction, she would get with these men who would feed her addiction and then get her pregnant. Mm. So that's how they wanted her, mm. high and pregnant. Okay. And that's what happened every year. Um, me and my brothers and sisters are pretty much back to back. I'm the oldest of the eight. There's five yeah. boys and three girls. Um, surprisingly, most people don't know my brothers and sisters are my brothers and sisters until they see us all in one big picture right. because they kind of know us in, in, in breaks. Right, come and because you're the oldest, right? I'm the oldest. Right. And then there's like a year in between each right. of us. Um, so my mom got into her addiction in Philadelphia. Long story short, left us all home one night. Well, the one she had at the, I think she had six kids at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, she left us at home at night one time, which she would do a lot. It says she was going to my aunt's house. She wasn't at my aunt's okay. house. She was out getting high. Um, things got carried away in the house. Somebody picked up the phone, called 911. I get to the phone, I hurry up and hang up. But they already got the call, right? They already got the call. Oh, so they yeah. on the way. So. Hour later, whatever, please show up. Where your mom at? I don't know. Oh no, I said she at my aunt's house. They was like, "All right, can you take her to take us to your aunt's?" I was like, "Oh yeah, it's right." We lived in a complex, so right. I was on some stuff like, "Oh yeah, it's right in the next row." They was like, oh, "Okay," so we walked over there. Nobody was there. Okay. The cop already knew what was going on. Right. So he took us back to the house, and he was like, "Hey, uh, who's the oldest? You? Can you, you know, gather some clothes for your brothers and sisters?" Mm. And I was like, yeah, "How old were you? How old were you at the time?" Kinda can't remember. Mm. You, were, you were super young though. Super young. Oh, all right, um, all right, all right. Yeah, definitely in my teens, early teens. Um, so next thing you know, children and youth showed up, mm. and we they a cop and a children and youth agent waited in my living room until my mom and dad came in. Oh. Hours later, high as a kite. As soon as they walked into the door, handcuffs. Okay. I didn't see my mom for the next three years. Wow. They threw us right into the system. They get, what did she get? Three years? Mm-hmm. Cause she went up. She went up, right? Yes. So my mom got. Uh, my mom is the first successful ex offender I've ever met. So okay. she called her case first. Um, so pretty much the child endangerment okay. charges mm-hmm. background, mm-hmm. and then hey, for three years, and then the using of the drugs. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. The drug use and the uh, child endangerment. She called a three to six. So it was like they was trying to teach her a lesson. Teach her a lesson. They trying to make an example because that's steep. Well, pretty steep. a three to six ain't really steep. A five to ten is steep. I mean, <laughs> man, any jail time is steep to me. From the door. <laughs> um, but yes, a three to six is pretty steep for your first offense. Right. And from what I know, it was my mom's first offense. Right, right. Mm. Um, she used to tell us, I mean, as an adult now, I know she used to do some crazy things in her addiction. So she said she was, you know, out here on these streets. Okay. So, um, so I think she got caught she with some petty okay, stuff. Okay, so she had a little rap sheet. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So, yeah, I think that's what happened. Um, so my mom did three years in Muncie. Mm. And Is that the only women's? No. It's Which actually, one? it's Muncie, Cambridge Springs. But Muncie's the most popular. Right, that's the only one. most popular. 
I feel like it's two or three. Okay. Okay. Let's just go for two for right now, but mm-hmm. it may be three. Mm-hmm. I feel like one's on the tip of my tongue. I can't remember. Four is the orange and blue black. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, she went upstate. Um, my mom found herself in jail, just flat out. Okay. Um, spiritually, mentally, physically. Um, and she, then she decided never, ever to be with a man who, you know, wanted to keep her high and brave. Like, just flat out. Like, she learned how to love herself, learned, found God again. Right. Um, and just kept that going. So, it's time to come home. Put in a home plan. My mom was putting in a home plan to go back to Philadelphia. Okay. The judge pretty much was, like, denying mm-hmm. all of her home plans mm-hmm. to Philadelphia. Oh, like, man. every last one of them. She, to her mom's house, to her aunt's house, to her friend's house, to her baby's dad's crib, okay. anybody's house. Is that probably a good thing, though? Super good thing. Okay. He wanted, he didn't want her in Philadelphia. Philadelphia was all bad for her. Because we, okay. we got family all over Philly. So it right. wasn't like you could just stay in one side of it. Right, no, right. We, we were everywhere. Okay. Um, she put in one home plan to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Didn't know a soul here. Like, she, she found a room, on however they did, found rooms right, back right. then, and put in her home plan to a room on 5th Street. Okay. Green light. Yeah, right. go start over. Get the hell out of here. And yeah. home planned her to, to Harrisburg, and that's how I got here. Okay. A year later, my mom got me out of foster care first. Mm. How old were you in foster care? Do you remember it? I remember it. I just don't remember how old I am because I suck at do you numbers. Remember, okay, I mean, but do you remember? <laughs> but I was remember staying with someone. Oh, now? I remember every second of it, honestly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I would have never guessed, bro. I was older than right. Because what did I be? I was, like, I was like a freshman in high school. Yeah, that's why I said yeah, I was 2002. We definitely met in high school. 2001, 2002. Yeah, John Harrison, William Penn. Because I did Voltec. So I did all the I was his manager at Popeyes. Yeah. Were you on the track team? Yes, for a hot second. Your senior year, your senior year? No, 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 way early. Just way early. Well, too early. I want to say like 10th grade, 11th grade. I gave it a shot. And then I got out of it because yeah. it was a popularity contest. And I wasn't that fast on, in hindsight. But, yes, he was my manager at Popeye's. And the crazy <laughs> thing was, I worked at Popeye's before him. And I wanted that manager's position. <laughs> and then they hired him. And they was like, they was like, hey, Tim. Teach him everything. Yes. I was like, oh! <laughs> yeah, but yo, I wouldn't, listen, what he's telling, I wouldn't have never, ever guessed. Oh, yeah, Because he carried his I wouldn't have guessed. He always had a smile he, on yes. his face. Yeah. He carried himself a certain yeah, way. Yeah, he was always smiling, chill. Yes, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have never guessed. He was sociable, but then no, reserved, but right, it was... Right, right. Super funny guy. Super, yeah. super yes, class. I trying mean, to be the class cam, trying to be a ladies' man. Try to be a lot of things. And, and, and I respect because I wouldn't have never knew, I never knew that Mom Zeus went to jail until, like, well, since social media, like, recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. she she did not let her situate, like, she did not wear nope. that. Right. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was doing, um, she was doing really well. She wasn't hiding it, right. but she did very well in her reentry. And back then, reentry services almost wasn't a thing. Like, that was the main reason my mother started a miracle for sure. Right. So it's basically parole. Like Yep, basically parole. Stay out of trouble. Stay out of trouble. Go home. Get a job. Do this do this thing you own. Um, so the services part was not really a big thing. And my mom went the educational route when she came home. Good. So she got into hack. Like oh, yeah, so, yeah, so, hold on, three years later. So yeah, so she she gets you out. Well no, no. This is like, get you out of foster you know, care. Oh yeah, yeah. She gets me out of foster yeah, care. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And every year after she gets 
Another one. Another kid. Another, another, another kid. Okay. Yeah, you had to fight the system. Of course. Right, right. Like, crazy fight the system. And, they, you know, they're like, hey, you got a room? And you can only have one kid if you got a room. So she brought me home to her room. Right. And then we found an apartment. Okay. And then it was just like constantly. We moved a lot in Harrisburg. We I lived out the south for a long time. Um, I lived on the hill for a long time. Majority of my time was on the hill. We, we had two places uptown. And then we lived out the south. And then we lived on the hill for the rest. And it was like Hummel Street to 13th Street to 17th mm-hmm. Street to mm-hmm. her street. Like we just kept As soon as the lease is up, we out. Yep. Yep. Because I had a big family at this time. And we would tear a house up. Like <laughs> doorknobs is broke. So I, blinds is broke. Everything. I, I'm trying to figure out because I'm, it's crazy to me. It, 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 I mean, I when I, know that even when, when yeah. he went, when he went, well, we'll let you get to that part. Yeah, yeah. But I was just like, yo, he was just the. That was heartbreaking. You see thugs. When I heard, when I heard you guys said that, that was yeah, heartbreaking. But then you see you you know you see the you see people that's mm-hmm. like uh you see their situation about this life. When yeah. you seen him, he just spoke. It was just something like the way he carried himself. He you was could in, tell he, he wasn't, wasn't a chump, like, but he but he was like real chill. Like right. He was, and he was he was he was like he was still full of life. So I would have mm-hmm. never ever thought when I heard this story. I'm like. Hold on, not Tim. Because remember yeah, the girl right. you was dealing with? Yeah. At that time, I don't Absolutely. want to say her name, but when she was telling us all that shit, everybody was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's why I was sitting there like, uh, Hell? I was sitting there like, um, okay. Like when, when Kim told the story, guy, I was like, that wasn't shocking. Yeah, I was like, uh, hold on, Tim? Yeah. Right. You know, I, I, I know, mm-hmm. how can I say it? He was quiet, mm-hmm. but yeah. I know he had that edge. Mm-hmm. And he was real, he was intelligent. So I was like, okay, Tim's Tim's a real smart guy. He 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 I could tell you could just tell the way how he, he moved. So so when I heard the situation, which mm-hmm. I do want you to talk about, because uh-huh. I yeah. was like, uh, Tim, is yep. weird? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why? Yeah. 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 Um, what the fuck? <laughs> so yeah, mom starts a miracle for sure on paper in college. She okay. actually turned it into her dissertation. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so she was able to use all her co- all of her college time pretty much to build this working thing. on yeah. building a nonprofit and, and and making it a project. And the next thing you know, she made it a real life thing. Um, she graduated from Hack. Then she went to Lebanon Valley College mm-hmm. up the highway. Graduated from Lebanon Valley College, and then got her master's degree from Lebanon Valley College. And this is after? Or Oh, no, she got her master's degree online. After. 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 But see, she still was smart during. Because that's why I be like, drugs come through and oh, take yeah. and slow a person down because... But it don't... Yeah, it don't take everything. It just it slows it, it down. It just slows you down. Yep. Yeah. Because she was the oldest yeah. person in her class. Right. Like, every class she went to, she sometimes she would be the only black person and then mm-hmm. definitely the oldest person. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, she struggled a lot. But she she learned it. She learned how to use a computer. Yeah, that's she why I don't discredit somebody because they use drugs. I just think it's like the wrong choice, or it, you know, because there's some intelligent people out there, and you can't so never. Smart. Yeah, you can't never discount someone nope. out. Because you just gotta get them back on their feet. Yeah, because yeah. their skills and their yeah. and their everything will yeah. come back. Yeah, yeah. demon up yeah. out of them. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's how a miracle for sure got started, and I lived in Harrisburg as 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 like you just said, like a regular dude. Yeah. Um. I just was trying to be. I was a super big brother then, so I didn't. Yeah. I didn't do too many things for myself. Like everything I did was for my brothers and sisters. Okay. Um, I did. I did try track, but the reason I left track was because it demanded that I be at the track after school, okay. mm-hmm. and, and then I couldn't. Home. I had right. to be home. Mm-hmm. 
So my mom was in super college, and I needed to be home as soon as the kids got home. down. Yep. So that's why I um, I never played sports for real, for real. Um, just it was a time thing. Okay. Um, I graduated high school in 2002 mm-hmm. from John Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, by November of 2003, mm-hmm. all hell broke loose. Okay. I got sentenced to a five to ten. So I was on my way to Thaddeus Stevens Technical School. Mm -hmm. That's what I was supposed to do. Three months after I graduated, I was supposed to go to Thaddeus Stevens. But at that time, I felt like school, I felt like I needed a break. I felt like school was too much. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to take a year off, and then I'm going to go to Thaddeus Stevens because I loved working on cars. Okay. Mm. But it was the worst decision to wait a year. Um, I should have jumped in it as soon as I could have jumped in it because I underestimated Depression. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Depression. Like mm-hmm. I underestimated the idle time thing. Okay. I underestimated the streets yeah. of Harrisburg. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, that idle time in the streets and the nightlife, it it um, and then financial troubles. Okay. So my family was struggling financially. So I felt like as the man of the family that I had to do something because all of this is happening. Single parent right. household. Um, my mom just really struggled to find a consistent good dude. Right. Um, so I got into the game just flat out um, I started selling weed at first um, even though I was working I was keeping jobs when I could keep jobs um, I felt like it wasn't good enough so I started to sell weed I sucked at selling weed oh. I was the worst drug dealer ever what did you smoke it too? nope, so nope. You got- I hated smoking weed Yep. didn't even smoke so I was like I'm perfect to sell weed because right. I don't like it right um, as you already know, from me not being able to remember dates and ages, mm-hmm. right. I don't know what it's called, but I'm really bad with numbers. Okay. Like, my, my brain doesn't calculate numbers in my head. Right. Like, it's easy for some people, but right. for me, that's a struggle for me. Right. Okay. And I don't sugarcoat it, and everybody I knows that. I see that movie on that. This kid used to really struggle with the, so, the basketball. Like, I'm, I almost feel like I'm a rocket scientist sometimes. Like, I feel like I'm really smart at certain things. Right. But you asking me to add six numbers in my head. Right. And I turn... Or remember dates. Or remember dates. Yeah. And I'm like... Right. So, that's really that. So, you can't be bad at numbers and sell drugs. Fuck no. Right. <laughs> so, I stopped doing that. Okay. Um, unfortunately, I started robbing people because I am good at that. Yo, that's, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> okay. So, this, this is crazy. I was, <laughs> I was strong enough and fast enough yes. and crafty enough to be good at that. And that's a crazy thing to say, but it happened. Um, so how old, how old were you? How old were you? Fresh out of high school. So yeah, so, 18, uh, so 18, 17. So at Popeye's, you was around, what, 18? Yep. 18, okay. Because yep. I feel like hey, y'all started school a year earlier. I, I spent my first, I spent my 19th birthday in jail. So oh, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, so you was younger. So okay. it was all before that. The crazy thing about carrying a gun and robbing people and, and being in that environment is it just keeps elevating. Right. And and fast forward to me robbing and kidnapping somebody in broad daylight up in Colonial Commons. Right. So it was, did you feel like you, you, you that was your last option? What, yep. what, what, what came to the mind state that that was your choice? Because you're a thinker and I, yeah. I'm asking you that My because thinking was, I was wondering. What unfortunately, was thinking? my thinking yeah. was white people carry more money than black people. Okay. And that was stupid. That was okay. ridiculous. It is stupid, but 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 growing up in high school in, in Harrisburg, in that inner city school, it is very stupid. But that's not a far fetched idea when when you when you're you know what I mean when when you're the, that age. Yeah. yeah. If that makes you know what I mean. Yep. 
So that's what I did. And then I was like so on edge that I didn't even wait till nighttime. Like literally it was in like the middle of the day. And I rolled up there. You must have just got done watching The Wire. So, 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 just, so, like, uh, just, just, just something like, crazy. Because so, I knew you had drive, so this yeah. man said, I'm going to use my drive. <laughs> I wasn't, I'm I wasn't high. I wasn't oh, yeah, high. Yeah, I wasn't drunk. Be, yeah. But I was determined. I was determined. And I was, like I, like I said in hindsight, I was depressed. Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't understand that that dark space I was in was mm-hmm. bad. Right, because you've been be. through so much already. So, yeah. Like, yeah. so I did my crime. Um, like I said, I robbed and kidnapped a person. I walked up on a young lady, not a young lady. I walked up on somebody's mom, um, at gunpoint as she was getting in her car. I told her to get in the car. I got in the car. Oh shit. So now I'm in the back seat with the gun up to her hip as she's driving. So this is how the kidnapping part happened. He's tripping. <laughs> you can say it now. Right? Yeah, I can say it now. He's here. It's crazy. Like, every time I tell this story, people are like, there's no way. No. You did this? In broad daylight, coming down Jonestown. This is Harrisburg, right? I had a lady at gunpoint, and I drove her, told her to drive, and then we, we made it about four blocks, and then I told her to get out. Okay. And it was dramatic. I mean, the whole movie thing. Like, I had to... Like, she kept trying to look at me through the rear view mirror. Right. I smacked the rear view mirror off the joint. Just boom with the, with the trying gun. Trying to humanize. Adrenaline is oh, like. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was just crazy. I didn't plan on, like, putting her in a car. Like, right. that was never the plan. Right. I just wanted to give me the money you have on you right and now. And I'm out of here. And I'm out of here. Why am I in a car with this woman? Right. So, like, it got so crazy so fast. You was already in, though. And I yeah. was already in. Yeah, yeah. Now you're too deep, so, right? She, I get her. She, she gets out. Now I'm in the car by myself. Hence the robbery of a stolen vehicle charge I got. So yeah, you was racking up charges by this point, right? Like now you're just every time I did something. Like, yeah. uh, first charge black, yeah, second yeah. charge she's white. <laughs> so I dump the car, clean the car, blah blah blah. Right. Yeah. So I, I, all that happens, I get away. All that happens. Now now I'm sitting on cash. Did yeah, she have some bread? She had a couple of dollars. Yeah. It was it was like November, so it was like almost Christmas time. Okay. So it was like you know I had a couple of dollars. Okay. Ain't the, ain't the, the right. up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So something to feed the family for the night, baby, or for a couple of days. Like, pay a bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Draw. Let's mm-hmm. get to the drawing part. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I got cash. I got credit cards in my hand. So now I'm like, I'm gonna keep the cash. I get the credit cards to the homies. Uh, you better yeah. off just probably cutting them up and saying, fuck these cars, right? Right. Um, next thing you know, we shopping. Next thing you know, I'm spending the cash. Um, they swiping. We wherever we at. Um, oh, y'all tripping. Of course, the cards get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we make it out the store. We do all that. A couple days later. They get surveillance on y'all. I am on camera. Thing news. Yeah, I'm about to say. I, I Do you even... know this dude? Yeah, I'm about and to Harrisburg say. Harrisburg lights up. Like yes. my phone is blown off the hook. Tim, do you know you on TV? I go, um, no, I didn't know I was on TV. What are you, what are you talking about? Concerning what? Concerning what? <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> bro. <Bruh. laughs> um, so I wait till eleven o'clock that night. Watch the news. Sure enough. I'm oh, on there, clear as day. Um, so 
They're looking for your ass. Who are y'all buying? I just uh, want to know. Y'all in there uh, always buying man. clothes. Who's in the clothing store? Not even front. They ain't even. They just y'all just signing that whatever name was on the card, yep. just strolling out. Back then, they ain't care. So no, 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 no. Deadly Theft wasn't that bananas right. yet. <laughs> um, Not just yet. So, I turned myself in a couple days later. Oh, you did? Oh yeah, I turned myself yeah. in because it was like. Ain't no point. I had teachers calling me. Like, just such right. crazy stuff. Right, because like, can't nobody believe Tim is already wild. It was. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I told my mom first, and then I turned myself in. And See, what does Mom Duke say? <sighs> Turn yourself in, you big dummy. <laughs> I can't believe you did this. Why don't you wear a hat? Times ain't, <laughs> times ain't that hard. Because, yeah. you know, she was always super right. positive. Like, right. she had the right mindset. Right. I didn't have the right, right mindset. Um, so, yeah. I took all the charges, because um, my friends really didn't do the crime, so I didn't. Part our mascot. <laughs> I didn't involve my friends in the in the, in my consequences because I did the crime by myself. So they all got off like everybody go off. Like, listen, off your uh, the officer. I was like, I did everything, sent everybody home, and that's what happened. So and they were cool with that. Yep. Sometimes cops would be like, "Fuck that, all y'all going yeah, down." Nope. That was flat out because they legit didn't know nothing. Like when they questioned them, no one knew nothing. I just literally showed back up with money and cards, and they were like, "What happened?" Like you don't want to know. Right. And I meant it. Like you don't want to know. And and that was it. So I went upstate. I went to um, I guess I, I did a week out the county, Dauphin mm-hmm. County. Get me out of here. Or that's worse than doing your whole time oh, upstate. Dauphin County is really rough. Right. Um, they, they just, everything about it is really rough. I got into my, I got into a fight the first week I was there. Oh yeah. It was just, cause people, it's, it's gladiator school in jail. Right. So people want to see people fight. People want to see people mad. I got into an argument over some cards with somebody. Actually, always cards and basketball and shit. I didn't have no, I didn't have no sneakers on, cause my mom made me dress up for court. <laughs> Okay. Um, oh, and they sentence you. And then I, got, then I got sentenced, and then I had these dress shoes on with shoestrings that you couldn't take into jail. So now right. I'm in jail with flip-flops on. Right. And this fight gets, we get to arguing, and they like, listen, y'all about to fight. And I'm like, yeah, we about to fight. What's up? Next thing you know, some old head goes, what size you wear, young boy? <laughs> so I yell out my size. Some I know we're size 11. What up? Show a movie. <laughs> some size 11s come off the tier and hit the floor. <laughs> I put these size 11s on. It's go time. It's go time. What the fuck, yo? I ain't built for prison, bro. And then I fight this dude in a cell with these sneakers that somebody just gave me. Right. So I trashed him, and it was all over a girl that I was messing with out in the street. Like, it was messy. Right. Um, that's what it really was about. The all the cars was just the... Yeah, the cars was just the thing right. to get it going. So I went upstate. Um... I did five years straight. Primarily, I did most of my time in Camp Hill Prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I was in a different jail, and then I got transferred over to Camp Hill, and, and then I went out my time there. So I got out of jail in 2008, paroled back to Harrisburg. Um, my mom's doing good. Mom's doing great. Family's doing great. Um, my time was was crazy. Jail, jail, jail changes you. Um, I spent my 19th birthday in jail. Uh, 19, 20, 21, 22, mm-hmm. you get it. Um, sometimes I say prison, I don't like to say prison made me a man. Prison made me accept my manhood. Like, it, it was like, like right. you know you a man, right? Right, right. Like, you right. know what I mean? And right. then I was like, oh, yeah, I am. Right. So I, 
I learned how to accept being a man. And well, like you had to mature, like yeah. Whereas me doing the college route, like I had a couple extra years to fuck off, like yep. And jail is instant. It's instant, and then you get put. In. My first celly was a lifer. Like they did it on purpose. Right. Um, Do they? Oh my goodness. The, the old head was like, "Listen, young boy, I literally own socks older than you." Right. In here, like in, <laughs> in here, in here, <laughs> and you're gonna get out of here before me, and I'll still be here. Like it was just really, really eye-opening experience. And then eventually, I got with you know people more my age, but. And, and then Camp Hill is no joke. Like, ever since the riots, it's a rough stop. Nobody wants to stay at Camp Hill. You don't right. want that to be a main jail. But really? I did because I was, yep, I was so close. So I needed them visits. I needed them right, love. Right, right. But Camp Hill was rough. But I adapted really quick. I'm an adaptable dude. So next thing you know, I'm a prison dude. Like, for real. Like, I'm working out every day. Um, I'm playing chess. I'm playing Scrabble every day. Like, you start bidding. And playing sports. Come to find out, I'm really good at sports. Who would have thunk it? So right, right, right. Now I'm like, I'm not an A-League dude. Right, I'm, right. A, I'm a strong B-League all day, right, though. Right, right. So I'm playing B-League basketball, B-League softball, B-League flag football. Like, I'm just competing at, oh, volleyball. I learned how to play volleyball in jail. I'm really and good at volleyball. shit is really the pastime, though, right? Yeah, like, super, super pastime. Like, it's always a season of a sport playing. Right. So... I do that. Um, I met a lot of people in jail. Like um, it was, it was a lot of Philly people, a lot mm-hmm. of Harrisburg people. Um, so it was, it was, it was a time in my life where I learned how to be who I needed Cause, to be. Because you're, you're, um, you're how old now? Thirty-five. You're thirty-five. So then, all right, yeah, I was over twenty-one. I just, I was shocked. I was like, because I was in the streets. I was, we, we, you remember, we were selling dope out of Popeye's. So I ain't want to let nobody know. Yeah. You can't arrest me now. That's over with. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He was no, eating out of Popeye's. Yeah, we was eating was, out of Popeye's. Yeah, he remember. Popeye's was crazy. We was, we was, we was popping This is when Popeye's first opened up. Right? Yeah, this is yeah. when it first opened. So, like, we, we were had, the first crew in the, in the Cameron Street location. I applied at Popeye's when it was just a trailer. Yeah. And they were building the place. They sent us to Baltimore yeah. to, for training? To training. They bust us from Harrisburg to Baltimore yeah. to train every day. And then we were the first crew on the Popeyes. Like, I felt we had thugs in there. Tim wasn't one of the thugs. <laughs> I was definitely not. I could, I could communicate. Chill with yeah, you. I, yeah, and when I was, when I seen him, I was like, Tim's tripping. I was, I was shocked, <laughs> like, yo, this, was tripping, like, yeah. yo. Yeah. And that's why when I was, I felt, when I was like, they was like, yeah, Tim's upstate, I was like, yeah, super upstate. I was like, wow. I'm telling you, we was all like, what the fuck? I mean, he got how many years? And, and that's that, the that head crack. Was, yeah, get, that was... When you get that five to ten your first time. Yeah, that's what I was like, dang. Yeah. But once I explained everything I did, yeah. you're like, oh. Yeah. I might have should have got more. I just was like, man, not Tim. Because even with hearing, because uh, his mom came in every day, like, she came in, like, they were like, like, the Huxtables, kind of. Yeah. Because she, you could tell... She loved her son, and she was there for her son. So, like, he had, to me, I never knew the outside story. So, mm-hmm. seeing the love that he was getting from his mom versus, you know, everybody else in there, pipe moms, and I mean, because we had the Porters, Bellamy's. It was, yeah. it was crazy. We had every, you talking about every group of different people from uptown, the Where's hill, yeah. the south side. It was the hill in there, the P-Phone, everybody. And, like, bro, it was just always different. Yeah. So, like, I knew I had somebody had my back when he was in there as far as getting work done. Because everybody else played around. 
Well, we was running a business, but running another business, yeah, so we yeah, had to make yeah, sure everything was right. Yeah. So you know, um, I just was I was shocked. Like, man, not Tim, because to me, not saying Tim was square, but yeah, just a Tim was dude. a thinker. So I never would have thought that he would have made that type of decision. Yeah, whatever, that, yeah, that type of that type of decision. So I I, I was a little um, I don't want to say let down. But it was just like, wow, not Tim. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's just, that's just how I felt. Like, man, Tim, I would have never, I, I was floored. That was a lot of us. Was I was floored. Yeah, 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 you know, that's why I, um, when I seen you, the program your mom started and then you going to the prisons, I respected that because, see, I always think, like, um, you need that every, like, how can I say this? You got some people that pretend and they yep. do things. Not saying pretend, but they just amp their situation. You already know life is hard and you make it harder. You see what I'm saying? I never knew his story. So it was like, knowing what I know now, I had to sit back like, I understand. You know? you know what? Brothers wasn't really trying to get help with depression, anxiety, and all that back at that time. There was not a positive light shed on that. Like, well, you gotta look like, like you're crazy or something's wrong with yeah. you if you want to seek and then some you know, type of help. That, um, or somebody to talk to about it. Around that time, that's what I was saying, the difference of like, People being in your corner, somebody talking you out of something, it wasn't heavy then because everybody was doing everything mm-hmm. around that time. I remember we mm-hmm. was, it was straight. Wild. It, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. So it was like, uh, he did. I was like, I could see it, but mm-hmm. I, not Tim. Like, I see people doing that, but mm-hmm. then I just was like, wow. And then for him to five years, and then I was like, okay. Not so it was a different but a lot level, of people uh, was, was robbing white folks at that time, too. Yeah. A lot of cats say, like, <laughs> like robbing the pizza man, robbing people like that was popular at right. that time. But to me, robbing white people was a forbidden. Yeah, you stay away from the pizza man. If anything, listen, I don't listen. No, leave him alone. You remember the boy shower shoes and them when they was robbing them on Walnut Street, calling it pizza man. Like, dudes. you remember all that when that yeah. stuff kicked off? You like, yo, you stay well, away from my age was into that shit. They they was giving numbers then. So when I seen yeah. like he got his time, I was like, whoa. But then when I seen you come home, and then I seen that um, your character didn't change. Right. Like some people he had, he had the same smile on his. Yeah, I forget where like I saw you. Your character didn't change. Like, oh, yeah, you <laughs> know, some people come smile. home. Yeah. Some people come home, and it takes from them. Right. Yeah. So when I seen that your character didn't change, and your head was still on your shoulders, I sat back and I seen him. I said, "Okay, Tim's in this." Because some people come home. I always sit back. I never run to no one that comes home like. To see where their mind, I just see see how that plays out, see how they adjust, and see. So when I seen Tim and his uh his movement and where he, where he was headed, I was like, it didn't break him. It didn't. Mm-hmm. It, it it built him. It didn't. Right. Yeah. It yep. didn't. Yeah. Flat out. That's yeah. a good way to say it. it. Yeah. You ain't come home with tattoos on your face. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Just. Yeah. <laughs> or my mind. Like, right. You know right. What I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So I agree. Super agree. Um, I came home really determined. I came home on some patience as a virtue type stuff. Like prison taught me, prison gave me a lot of skills that I didn't have before I okay. you know, went in there. So when I came out, I was like, Yo. You utilized your time. Utilized my time. Um, How did it, I don't know if I utilized my time to like, uh, like skills wise, super skills wise, because I learned a lot of stuff post prison. Right. Um, but while I was there, I, you know, it was just null of life. You did life. a lot of shit to stay the hell out of trouble. Like, yeah. Because you so can get like more I trouble learned, in prison, too, You right? can. You yeah. can. Yeah. I learned how to be okay with doing nothing. Oh. And, that's, and that takes a lot. That's, that's like some meditation stuff okay. right there. Right. 
Um, and I have this thing I say now, there's a difference between doing nothing and standing still. Okay. And I was on purpose standing, standing still. still. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, mentally and physically. Okay. So that's how I, you know, got through them years. And when I came home, I was like, okay, slow and steady, slow and steady, slow and steady. So, cause time is moving. So yeah. I want to ask you though, um, I had some questions yep. for you and it was, uh, I wanted to know like how, how is it hard for, why is it so hard for people? And I'm, I can ask you this because I, I'm trying to figure out how to word this. Mm -hmm. How is it so hard for people, for some to come home and to adjust, how is it hard for people to come home and to adjust to society when you come back out here? Like, is it hard or is that an excuse that people make that it's hard? I can ask you because you did the time and yep. you came out here and you adjusted and you got back into mm -hmm. life. Because yeah. if, no, if you didn't tell nobody or people, I know some people probably see you coming, they like, yeah, you know, because yep. you don't look like the ex-felon. Right. So... It's very hard. Okay. Okay. So it's it's something that it's like backflipping. Like you know what I mean. Okay. Backflipping is still really hard. Yeah, There's not a lot of people who can yeah. do backflip. Right. So like it, it is a hard thing to do. So yes. Readjusting back into society after prison is really hard, and you have you need help to do it. So it's one of those things. Okay. As well, a lot of people struggle because they try to adjust on their own. Um. And then they don't give themselves enough time to adjust either. Because okay. this is a, mm -hmm. this is a year. I've seen that happen to somebody. Yeah. People think that you're supposed to bounce back like that. Bounce back six months or less, a year or less. But in people's extremities, people are like, "It's it's only been a month, and and I can't take it no more." Whoa! Right, you know right, I mean? right. You this takes all that time. years. Yeah. So that's why. You know, I, I had to walk off five years of parole. So right. I did five years reporting to right. a parole monthly. So that helped monthly. So that helped um, slow me down. Okay. That's what parole's job is. One of their jobs is supposed to be to slow people down and, and to supervise them as they transition. But that's a different conversation. So mm -hmm. mm, definitely is. it is kind of like an injury, if you will. You know what I mean? In sports, how people catch that injury. And then, then they go to get the surgery. Right. And then they have an estimated recovery time. Right. And you got to rehab this thing. And you got to rehab it. People are rushing to rehab it. Okay. And the next thing you know, the person's back in the game. You oh, like booby. What was that, Friday Night Lights? Right. But now, now you got a booby situation. You snap your knee. Put me in, coach. No, yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. No, you're not. So, like, right. someone has to say, no, you're not ready for that. Okay. Um, so, the adjusting part is a lot of stuff that you can't do. And people feel like when they come home, they can do anything they want. Nope, okay. not yet. Okay. So give it time. I tell people all the time, don't do nothing your first three years home. Like, right. I just want you to be here. Right. Just be here. Right. Um, yes, get a job. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. no higher education. Right. Like, I don't believe in higher education in the first three years. Right. You just need to get acclimated to the real life. <clears throat> when I came home, I was I didn't have any kids. Started making kids oh, shortly after. <laughs> Went to work. Right. Um, but in my raising my kids, um, since I didn't have a father in my life, the, the main thing I wanted to say and do is every day I want to pick my daughter up because I had a girl first, Ariana. 
Every day I want to pick my daughter up and throw her in the air. That's all I want to right. do. Every day. Boop. Pick you up, throw her in the air. Now the day went by that I didn't pick her up, and that's it. With my mom. Every day I want to hug my mom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like every day. Mm-hmm. Small, simple things. Small, simple because things. Because for five years you couldn't do it. Right. 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 So I didn't, I wasn't like starting super businesses and all that and all that. I just wanted to do simple things every day. I don't want to miss any more birthdays. I was there every birthday. I'm not going to miss no doctor's appointments. I'm there every doctor's appointment. So like the little things that are so important is what I did that most people don't take so serious. And that's the thing you should take serious. Right. So like being institutionalized, because that's another key component of yep. this though, right? That's the thing. Like yeah. That shit is it's it's hard it's to, to pull that Yeah. Especially if you did a long time. Especially Okay, yeah, especially if you did more than ten. It's super institutionalized and you're gonna have a hard time with the people aspect and the freedom aspect. Like you're used to somebody telling you when to brush your teeth. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So now the fact that you have to make those choices really freaks you out. Because you don't want to make those choices. Like, you, you want to be on the same schedule you've been on. Um, and then it gets deeper than that. But that's, of the, course. The, that's the surface of the institutionalized thing. Uh, but once again, it just takes time and it will wear off. Right. It definitely wears off. When you first come home, you have a glow about you. Right. You know what I mean? We talked about, like, you know, how people come home and then they don't want to tell people they went right. to jail. You don't need to. Right. You know what I mean? Just flat out. You don't need to. Right. It's just like, you know, when women get pregnant and it's like, you know, I can see pregnant on you. Right. Like, you, your skin changes. You get bigger. Right, it, right. You know what I mean? And then, physically, they right, change. Right, right, right. But there's certain women, like mainly women, a mom, a know when her daughter's acting different. And, like, you know what I mean? Right, she can right. tell something's going on. Yeah. That's how it is with, with me in, in this re-entry thing. Okay. I could be walking down the street, and I could see people who just came home. Yeah, I can t- Yeah. I yep. Yeah. I spot them right yeah, out. Yeah. 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 I don't care what they wear. Do they look, just look too excited for life, or nope? It ain't even a too excited thing. It's yeah. just just a, a aura about them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, because I got brothers that did. I got my brother did a stretch. I got a cousin that did a stretch. I'm talking about over fifteen. You know what I mean? So I know the adjustment and seeing. Not looking over the, the shoulder types. No, just taking it slow. That um, too. And it's a couple. Or just things. thinking that the smallest thing you're going to go back. Like that would okay. be on your mind too. Yep. A lot of things like. Because yeah. I always say, when you have that much time in, and then you try to get that much time out versus what you lost, and some people mess up, like you said, trying to play catch-up, yep. and you can't catch can't up. Catch up. Can't you can't catch up. You can't catch up. Take today and I always before, say, right? because I know, because the world stands still in there. Yep. It's, it's, I it's always t- call it's it, it's like a, a time bubble. Yep. yep. That's what I call it. I call it like you trading water. Yep. Because you come out, and there, everything's the same. Your mind, some, if you don't grow in your mind, it's still going to be... How you left? Yep. So I when I listen, I don't hold nothing against them. I see people that come home and they still talk. Oh, I'm the, uh, 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 dude, it's not ninety five. Yep. But then I understand that's where your mind is. Yep. So you have to either it becomes you get it or you don't, and you just be stuck. Yeah. And it's not that you can't get ahead or you don't want more. You're just stuck mentally until you. I guess what it clicks one day. Yes. So where, so like where you, you just wake right. up one day and you don't you don't feel it. So anymore. were you were you um, cause like I, I I did time I never like when I did all I did all county banks uh-huh. I do a year I do I always make sure I get the whole county I stay out that zone for a whole year. <laughs> what you could do two years out there yep. I would stay. Where are you going? I, nope, I take a county bank. 
I just stay out the county. Like I just I did all my time out the county. I didn't want to go nowhere. I didn't want to. I think oh you can get a TV upstate. You can get. I'm not here to enjoy this. I'm staying right here. <laughs> and then I'll come this. out and do something and be right back. So it was like, but then I got tired. And I, 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 you know, so it was like, and that's why I want to say, cause I don't fully understand what it is that, is there something up there that gravitates that keeps people that yes. they want to go back? I see dudes that come out here. Girls wear that in a, such a fucked up way, but <laughs> girls wear that in such a fucked up, you must have a boyfriend up there, but then I think, I think that's yeah. a joking thing, but. No, nah, it's it's or it could, that's why I said I was gonna ask I mean, you when you got here because sometimes, yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's a real thing. Like these thugs definitely go in there and be kissing the man. Oh yeah, oh, like, try, listen. Yeah, I, hold on. I wasn't listen, trying to take this there, listen, but yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. What you're saying is serious as shit. No, I get that. And I and there is a respect thing to where you even hear of dudes that was up there doing things. I had a homie that did ten, and I and I was looking at him like, you can't tell me. You ain't get your dick. Don't ask. Listen, don't ask. I didn't. I knew better. Because um, I think it's a thing where a lot of people that do time, jail is jail. Yep. And home is home. And so they have that thing where, yeah. you know, some dudes come home from jail. You was up there doing. Yeah. And so the main, the main pool. <laughs> I wasn't trying to take all that. Thing, the main pool, I know this is real. Though. The main pool about what jail does to a man is it gives him. Unfortunately, you can have, you can become whoever you want to be in jail. Okay. Out here on the street, you can fake it till you make it. And you can keep doing that over and over again. Okay. Um. They'll discredit you, and you can do it again. They'll discredit okay. you, and do it again. Up jail, it's like you can be who you want to be. Um, so, especially if you're on a block where nobody really knows you, right? Absolutely. You now can you, feed you them can bring, whatever the you fuck. Can fuck reinvent you yourself. You can be the thug you always wanted to be, or you can be if you were a killer. You can be not a killer anymore. Like it goes back right. and forth. Um, also, jail gives you a job. Okay. It also three meals a day. And once you get a job. You have, if you have a good job, you have some sort of respect. Like, people used to call me Mr. White up there. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, eventually, you will get comfortable. Oh, athletes. You can become a superstar in jail. Like, LeBron right. James. Right. I want to, and since we're on this, I just want to get, because I'm fucking I be prison to, hoops, though. I'm just trying to understand that, because, like, there'd be a lot this. of people that, uh, yeah, it'd be a lot of people that discredit. Like, I'd be like, hold on. Like, they try to discredit you out here for being free. And, you know, and I'd be like, there's people that been and did five, like how you did five years, and you don't glorify it. Yeah. Like, people act like that is the status symbol that that, and I'm like, no. that doesn't earn you nothing. No, it doesn't. It doesn't earn you no time. No. Like, there's no accolade for doing time. There isn't. And it became this thing to it where. Was a, it was for a minute. Because the TV did that. Right, the TV like, made... My man just came home, we just did this. Oh, yeah, he's tough for real then. Yeah, like, he might have got knocked the fuck out of him. Listen, you can't take how much time you did and lay and buy a house. No, you can't do right. nothing, can't with, do nothing that. with it. So, like, what trophy? And I, I and I be trying to get... And I and don't get me wrong, because I be trying to, trying to figure out, like, if you don't set that mindset to the side... They You're going to... You. Yeah, it's going to stay, like... Yeah, I be looking you. for people that want... And I'm like, yo, dude, you were safe in jail. Out right. here, we was out here dodging bullets and going through well, the same. Right? I, mean, I mean, not safe, yeah. right, right. But you had your because you could stay to yourself and 
you know ain't nobody gonna shoot you in prison. Well, no, you have to click up in prison. That's right. the thing. Okay. You can't yeah. stand by yourself okay. in prison. So oh, that's why a lot up. of people go Muslim. That's okay. why a lot of people okay. like you have to click up. It's, it's it's they call it geo. It's real geo in jail. So if you're from Philly, you gotta hang with the Philly boys. Okay. If you're from Harrisburg, you gotta hang. So if you're white, you gotta hang with white people. If you're Muslim, you gotta hang with Muslim people. So you have to click up because if they catch you by yourself, right. they will. Somebody's gonna press you, right? They, someone's gonna press you, right? Because so yeah, because yeah. um, I no people die every day. Like there's a lot more, you know, stabbings. Right. People don't die from them though, so that's why you don't hear about them. Like they only have to report the, the murders, but you don't hear about these stabbings. You don't hear about hide that shit anyway. You don't right? hear about yeah. the beatings. Yeah. I remember my uh, homie made rest in peace, Carrie. Um, he had went upstate and he had came home, and we were sitting in this room, and he was like. He was like, nah, I'll never be the same. I was like, oh, he's like, man, we found somebody, a body in the freezer. He was working in the kitchen. He was like, it was a whole body. In of course, the they probably killed this like, person and stuff you know, in the freezer. And versus mm-hmm. what, versus what I was already seeing out here and the trauma out here, but I knew that that was real trauma for him because yeah. like he was like, he was like, he called me Briz. He's like, I'm telling you, Briz, it was a whole <laughs> body in the freezer, mm-hmm. you know. So I was like, um. It was traumatizing for him. Yeah, like, absolutely. Dude, Prison's yeah, very traumatizing. Yeah, it, it was, Not even just the, the, that part, but yes, all of that is. is so, so if, if it's traumatizing, do people make that mental adjustment? That yep. Okay. Yep. When in Rome, like, and that's why they come home so fucked up. Yep. Because okay. of the shit they seen. There's PTSD from that shit, ain't it? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. PTSD. Institutionalized. So, so is it? Is, so, is it a choice they make that they want to be? Um, no, you just we just adapt like humans okay. adapt to our our environment, like that's just. So does there, so there's nothing you can do about it. So does the prison rest? It should wear off when you're out here, or, or it do, will. Or do people hold on to it because okay. it becomes a part of their character? Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. It should fade away. Okay. But if you hold on to it, okay, it won't. Because that that's something that you hold on gives you some type of. You think prestige. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yep, and then eventually you'll be like, man, wishing you never okay. even thought about it. But this this got to come with, you got to have a good support system. At least somebody. You yep. know what I mean? Like, you have to have a higher somebody power. Somebody lean on, yeah. Higher power is the most important part. Yeah. I tell people all the time, um, being an atheist is stupid. Like, mm-hmm. um, you have to believe, believe in something. something. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm a stupid you know I mean? for that. You got something to get some substance. Pick, pick a religion. I don't care yeah, which don't care one it is. That's how I am. Yeah. Yep. That's how it um, gives a man substance to rock out. You believe in the sun god, you believe in the sun yeah. god. Yeah. Ride something. it out with sun god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't care what you believe in, you got to believe in something. Right. Because they all practice, um, you know, positive principles and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So that's it. And then, yes, physically, support systems. Like, you need spiritual support systems. You need um, a good woman in your life. Yeah, uh, a good woman. Um, and then... Now we have re-entry services. So now we have people specifically saying, I address this problem, this problem, and this problem. So you need that. Uh, I had a really good family. Okay. A mom, that helps, a right? grandmom, a dad. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Because I didn't even know my dad before I went to jail. I learned. I met my dad when I got out of jail. So like me and him have a relationship now. Okay. You know, my church has a, um, I go to Greater Zion. They have a, a prison ministry. That's what's up. Yeah, you know. And so the thing about prison ministry is, Prison ministry, in my eyes, they go into the jail and help people while they're in they the jail. They do. And then they also, if so you come to home, they want to... Right. I, I do the outside. They do the outside, too. Yep. So, yep. You come to home, they want to... So, what's stronger? 
What, what it is, really depends what, who you talk right. to. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm asking because am, what is more needed the out re-entry. here? The re entry. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, I, in jail, once again, you can be what you want to be. Right. You can fake it. You can lie. Right. Plus, that person that come to see you going home, and you were still in this shit. Every time I went to jail, I was in the church. Yep. They have a church. I'm out of here. I'm going to, I'm going to church. I was in the choir and everything. They used yeah. to clown me. I was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's, hey, what's more important is when you come home. Clouds of joy. <laughs> I tell people, don't write me in jail. Don't write me no lies. Really? I'm not going to write you back no lies. Yes, right. really. Do not write me. This is my address, and this is my phone number. Both of these things are on and open every day out here on the street. The second you come home, you can come see me. Right. Any day you need to call me, call me. Right. But you want to know what people don't do when they get out here? Come see me. Right. And my door's open every right. day. Because so it's easier to write. It's easier to say to that. Inj- yeah. It's easier to write me all these letters telling me you want me to you be have a time. mentor. And, see, and I don't, I don't, we, cause that's something we can get oh, into. Oh, this is what you tell them. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah because that's why uh, emotions and chicks love guys in jail. Because they're in touch they're in with their emotions. I can tell you the... <laughs> Best things, I'm well, clear. You know, I, I got the one joke. So much. The chicks who right. got dudes in jail are getting the best, uh, the best Valentine's Day right, cards. It's, it's, it's the because I think you're in touch with your emotions. You're able to, you know, and yeah. then it's always an action when you get out here. Mm-hmm. Walk it out. So you got to do, you got to mean it when you come out here. Um, so I do mentoring groups and I do mentoring individual sessions. Like I'm no clinician. So I don't have no degrees. Right, right, right. Um, Come from ex- raw experience. Yeah, all experience. Uh, yeah, Real life experience. There's not a degree that someone can get yeah. for this. What we right. call it is, right. em- what I call it is empathetic mentoring. So I don't speak on nothing I ain't been through. I, right, I, and I appreciate you because there's guys that come home and they don't even want to talk about. They don't. They just wear it like, yeah, don't you know I did this stuff? Like, man, listen, that, like, if you're not helping the next person from going there, to and me it's the irrelevant. Point? What's yeah. the point? Yeah, yeah. Now, now, also, not everybody is built for that. So it, it is a thing. Like, not everybody that comes out of jail should be mentoring people. Yeah. But 10, I 20 mean, of us. Right. Like, right. Or at least telling people so that they, you know, it might stop them. Like, yeah. Go holla at my man here. Because, I mean, some people making it like, they go back. So they be like, it's not that bad. Yeah. That's how the kids look at it. I mean, because yeah. no one's saying the hardships of it. Is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, my brother, he did, he did, he did 18 years. He did 13, came home, caught a vehicle homicide. Went back, did four. Um, I think. Don't quote me, but his stories alone, I was like, uh, no, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah we got uh, a homie. Like, I'll he fight did ten, and now he's own. back. I'll hold my own, but listen, some things just ain't for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. You know. I, um, so a big thing I practice and preach in my mentoring is, I'm out here trying to teach people how to be scared. Right. Like that's a big thing for me. Right. Like I believe that our society isn't scared of anything anymore. Right. So even these kids too, man. I want I'm I, I mentor adults and I tell them it's okay to be scared. Is it too much of a comfortability in there? Too much? No. It's not comfortable. You just learn I mean, to we, adapt to We the see videos with people with flat screens. Oh no, yeah, they, you got TVs, you got all yeah. that. But nothing like like for real for real, this office right here is a jail cell. Right, yeah, Real, yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, talk, yeah, imagine, yeah. Imagine if you had to yeah. use the bathroom in here, sleep in here, yeah. and not leave yes. here. You yeah. would go crazy. Yeah. Um, and then only have one, one window. window. Yes. One door. And it's probably smaller than that one. Yeah. No, it's way smaller. Way yeah. smaller than that. Yeah. But this, yeah, this, way smaller, is, right? this is where you would live your whole your whole bed at. Right. 
um, all your prized possessions would be in here. Right. So like it's not a comfortable place. Oh, you just will bunks. adapt to it. That's where I learned to love to read. That's there where I picked go. up my learning to read. So I much was, time. Yes, I learned to so love to time. read. I was killing books. So when I came home, I kept that. Good. And, I, and I read books to yeah. this day. I mean, I knocked some books out. Yeah. I remember my teacher told me, you'll never be able to read it, man. I went in there. I was one Proceed. reader. Like, no. <laughs> so, so let, me do a, let me do a quick thing with All you, right. Jeff. Mm-hmm. What are you scared of? Heights. I'm afraid of heights. Okay. I like that. Now, you did a, You did something that most people don't do. You actually gave me like a real thing. What are you scared of? Not succeeding. Okay, see? Nope. Give me something practical. Practical. Um, what am I scared of? Yep. I'm a bitch for heights, bro. <laughs> oh, man. See how I'm saying? Know. See how hard it is? Yeah. Okay. Do you do spiders? I, I, I don't know where about bugs. Do you do mice? I hate mice, too. I kill them, too. Any really? I kill them. You, <laughs> you scared of guns? Huh? No. Scared of clowns? Scared of... Midgets. It's like, no, no offense, small people. <laughs> scared of... Like, so I'm trying to find something. A roach? I would say... I'll I, I take that back. I'm scared of guns. I've seen what they do. So, yeah. I, I, okay. I like, I mean... So, I, like, if I had a gun and I was just like... Oh, yeah, nah, bro. Put, um, yes. You'd be like, oh, 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 Yes, whoa, whoa yes. You blood pressure's yes. raising? <laughs> yeah, blood pressure would yes. raise. You put yeah. me yeah. on a scaffold six yes. feet up in the air you to hang some drywall, yes. I'm bitching. You would start sweating. I'm, right, I'm yeah. shaking. Start shaking. Yeah, I don't play with guns, yeah. So, that is I what, respect them. Yeah. Right, respect. Right. Right. That's the feeling that we both get when you even think about what you're scared of. Right. Why don't we do that about prison? People would be like, prison? Yeah, I can do that. Right. You'd be like, what? How can you? How can you? No, that's. So I want to teach people to first learn. You have to teach your body to be scared of that word and that place. So then it's not even going to have to think about it. Your body reacts before your mind even does. So when it comes time to make a bad decision, you'd be like, oh. Yeah, I see guns. I get ready. I don't know what's going on. You get ready. I be ready. I right. be like, I, I see what this fool going to do. So when I get I, into yeah. a wrong environment, right. my stomach gets turned. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what's crazy? This is how you know, like, so, I, how can I put this? I wasn't never meant for no street life, never meant for prison. Like, when people would fight, whether it was in school or at a club or, like, outside of a club at the let out, and I see somebody about to duke it out, I get butterflies forming. I could be 10 feet away. <laughs> I'd right? be scared for both of y'all. Like, I don't know what the fuck's about to happen one day, but I'm scared for both of y'all. Yes. And that's a real I never told nobody that. Ever. No, and that's, that's a, a real thing. thing. Like, the world thing. knows now. <laughs> we're out here using so many. I ain't out no words. We're out here. <laughs> We're out here smoking so much weed and drinking so much that it numbs our senses. Mm-hmm. So that's the crazy thing about drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. It it takes away your fight or flight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for some people, it amplifies the, 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 the fight or flight. So teaching people how to be scared, teaching people to respect the things they're scared of. Mm-hmm. So I am scared of prison. Like, I don't sugarcoat that at all. And anytime I get into an environment where I think that turning right might end me in prison, I stop. Right. Um, now, I still lose my temper. I am yeah. a flawed human being. Um, I still, I don't break the law. I break rules. Mm-hmm. I still might break a rule, mm-hmm. but right. I respect the law. Right, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, the, that's the, the main thing most people need to do when they come home. They just need to have a, a healthy, scared mindset about prison. Those are good fears, though. That's a good fear, being scared of prison. Though. 
Yeah, I, I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah, like we're gonna have to bring you back, bro. I don't yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, gonna be very because we didn't even scratch. We didn't even talk about the brewery and some other stuff. I know you do shirts. I know you're real tight with Major Prep. Like, there's a lot of... So we we got to bring it back. And then we can leave this strictly for prison and move on to positivity. But there's a lot of good things happening in reentry right now. The laws are changing. Mm -hmm. Um, The box thing. What was the... Band the Box. Band the Box. Patty Kim is spearheading a lot of things. Jordan Harris out of Philadelphia is spearheading a lot of things. So that's what we need to happen. We need people to vote. And we need these laws to change. And then we need people to just give it time. Okay. Because right now, they're not getting rid of no felonies. But 10 years from now, never know. we're going to be getting rid of these felonies. So. Well, we uh, we wind up on we time. Fucking there. Yeah. We are there. We're there. It's, they <laughs> red like yeah, so that's why we got to bring you back. So, no um, question. We definitely thank y'all for listening. We thank Tim for coming out. Um, Tim. Yes, sir. Yes, Mr. White. <laughs> Yes, sir. Walter, no, thank y'all. Not Walter thank White, but Mr. White. Mr. White. But, um, yeah. yeah, we thank y'all for listening, and we um, definitely thank y'all for uh, supporting us. And we're bringing back, and we'll get through all the other stuff. Yeah, we, yeah. you know, 